Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. When it comes to women's hormonal health, most of us know the basics about estrogen and progesterone. But in reality, these hormones are just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to hormonal health. Quicksilver Scientific is one company that has zeroed in on women's health in an effort to redefine the transition from perimenopause to menopause and beyond. Here to share more on their new line, the science behind it, and the proliferation of female-focused products is Dr. Christopher Shade, founder and CEO of Quicksilver Scientific. Hi, Dr. Shade, and welcome to the NutriCast. Hey, Danielle. Thanks for having me here. Thank you so much for joining me. So before we get into all the details, tell me a little bit about Quicksilver Scientific that, you know, which you founded back in 2005 and sort of how the company has evolved over the past 15 plus years. Yeah, you know, Quicksilver, I started based on measuring heavy metals, specifically different uh, specific forms of mercury as a toxin in the body. And, you know, once you point out a problem, there's a lot of uh, pressure on you to come up with a solution. And at the time, the solutions that were offered were these uh, pharmaceutical-based chelators. And they could work, but they had a lot of side effects to them. And uh, I really immersed myself into trying to understand the biochemistry of how the body gets rid of metals naturally. And then by extension, how it gets rid of all toxins. And uh, I learned a lot around the glutathione system. And glutathione is this, com- this compound that we make that uh, binds to things like mercury and takes them out of the body. It also works on immune system and oxidative stress. But it couldn't be absorbed well. And it couldn't go through the GI and be absorbed as glutathione. It would take it apart and then reassemble it in your body if it could. And so I was up against this problem of bioavailability. How do we get things, these compounds that we want to use in natural medicine into the body? And that led me to using different delivery systems, liposomes, nanoemulsions, microemulsions, self-emulsifying delivery systems. And this initially got me past the problem with glutathione and got glutathione into the body so we can have this natural-based detoxification. But then it opened the door to so many different compounds that have so much application in natural health. But you know, it's sort of like the dream is out there above the reality because of the bioavailability. So we took this technology to bear on things like quercetin and berberine and resveratrol used in metabolic health. We've gone into neurologic health. And more recently, we've gone into taking this technology to bear on hormone health. Wow. So you completely switched directions since you first started and you really had, <laughs> you had no desire to start a supplement company, right? Like that wasn't even something that had occurred to you? No, no. I was starting a testing company. I was originally that the, I had patented some testing in my PhD at the University of Illinois. And I thought I'd first, you know, use it for environmental chemistry, but I really wanted to get into clinical chemistry, looking at people. And it, it was funny because environmental chemistry, they really don't want a better method for testing things because it's mostly, you know, corporations that you're doing the testing for. But in clinical, they want the best testing possible for the most information. And that's when I got into there. And I just realized that there was this void of the correct ways to get things out. 
And, you know, before I was an analytical chemist, I was an organic farmer years ago. And so I had this love of biochemical systems and health and how to work with them. So it was really natural and easy for me to jump into doing supplements. But no, that wasn't the intention. Okay. So 17-ish years later, you now have a couple (laughs) new products focused on female hormone health. Tell me a little bit about those. Yeah. So, you know, a couple of years back, one of the doctors I was working with, uh, Mark Gordon, said, what we need here is a liposomal testosterone. And at the time I, I was working on it, but I couldn't work, I couldn't get testosterone to work with. And so I got DHEA and I was working with that as a surrogate. And then I started just using the product on its own. And I saw how good the absorption of the DHEA was and how fast it transferred into other pools of hormones like estrogen and testosterone. And specifically how well it did this in women more than it did in men. So I started developing out this uh, formula further because I I was working, I had hired all these 50-year-old women and they were all in perimenopause and and they had all these problems and I started having them take the DHEA and I saw that I was filling in almost all of the buckets that needed to be filled in. Very high DHEA levels and DHEA isn't something you have to worry about having too much of, just like the more the better. But they were getting really nice levels of testosterone and estrogen as well. And then the only thing that we needed to balance all that was progesterone. And progesterone, we came out with a nano serum. Uh, People have done progesterone creams a lot because progesterone, you're not able to use it as a dietary supplement, whereas DHEA you are, but you are allowed to use it as a topical, which is why people use progesterone creams. But we applied this nanotechnology that we use for the liposomes and nano emulsions into uh, a topical. And we were able to have a complete system there with the DHEA and the progesterone. And then we just added a number of nutraceuticals and adaptogen herbs into the DHEA to really round out the package and make sure that you're sort of lubricating all the wheels in the hormone system because there's a lot that goes into hormone balance and that's where the plant compounds come in for really making sure all the different other hormones are balanced in there. Okay, so you've got the topical and the tonic and those two are complementary and should be used together. Correct. And then you mentioned some of the ingredients. Tell me a little bit more about those and some of the research behind them. Yeah, so with the DHEA, all right, so that's your primary hormone driver. Now, I didn't say it, but there's also pregnenolone in there. And so pregnenolone is a little bit more to fill up the adrenal hormones. So everything in the hormone cascade starts with cholesterol, becomes pregnenolone, and then cascades through into the adrenal hormones like cortisol and into the sex hormones like DHEA, testosterone, and estrogen. And so the DHEA is there to fill up the sex hormones. The pregnenolone is to uh, help fill up some adrenal hormones. And then what are the nutraceuticals we're going to use? Now, one of the most common ones used in a hormone context, especially with women, is DIM. And DIM is well-researched for its ability to shift ratios of different estrogen metabolites. There's this 16-hydroxy, 2-hydroxy, 4-hydroxy estrogen metabolites. And you want to shift to the more beneficial, less carcinogenic forms of estrogen metabolites. It can also help 
with there's a, a formation of uh, something called an estrogen quinone, which is also uh, carcinogenic, and it can help block that formation. So they're controlling estrogen metabolism. And then chrysin is there to block excess estrogen formation and help. It, it works as an aromatase inhibitor, and it helps pull up the testosterone levels. And this is one of the biggest things in bioidentical hormone replacement. You know, when, when we were young and our mothers were doing that, it was just about synthetic progesterones and estrogen. And as we've gotten more sophisticated in this, it's more about bringing up uh, testosterone and DHEA as well to bring up that drive, all right? So we've got the DIM, we've got the chrysin in there, those are plant-derived nutraceuticals, then we have some whole plant adaptogens. And so adaptogens have been used for centuries in anti-aging and hormone support. and. In China, ginseng is the one that was used the most. And one of the interesting things that ginseng does, even though it can't raise your hormone levels, it can raise the density of the hormone receptors. So hormone activity in the body comes from a combination of the hormone level times the density of the receptors that receive the hormone. And when the hormone hits the receptor, there's a cascade of events that come after that that are really responsible for all of the effects of the hormones. So if we can increase the receptor density, we increase the hormone activity. And ginseng is shown to increase both androgen and estrogen receptor density. It also works at a mitochondrial level to increase mitochondrial function and density and access to sirtuin and AMPK activator, which are parts of its longevity activity. Then we also added the classic Chinese adaptogen for women called Dong Kuai. There isn't as much direct research on how this affects receptor density, but Dong Kuai was always used for a blood mover and a blood harmonizer. As you get, uh, as we age, we can tend to stagnate our energy, and Dong Kuai warms and moves all of the energy in the blood. And the last thing that we put in was maca. And so maca was the newer addition into the adaptogen world and that came from South America where it's been used for centuries for both male and female hormone support. And there it's a little bit more around progesterone activity, but it's been very good for diminishing symptoms that come from menopause. So we have the whole plant adaptogens, the pure compound nutraceuticals, and the two hormones all together in this tonic formulation. There's so much there. And I know one thing that you've talked about previously is, you know, women experience menopause differently. When you were developing this, I mean, how did you meet the needs of so many different types of women? You, you know, that's one of the beautiful things of the plant compounds. And uh, there was one point at which we took some of the tonic herbs out and took the pregnenolone out. And all the women that were taking it all were doing great on it. Then as we took some of these unifying things out, then we started to see people having different symptoms come back and those were more unique to each person. And so it was just, it's just sort of that magic of natural plant-based medicine that, you know, we can get these specific pure compounds in and then when we bring in the whole plant extracts everything tends to harmonize. And since then, we really haven't had 
any unique issues. We did find that some people who have had full hysterectomies, no ovaries, no uterus, and are deeper into menopause do need a little bit of estrogen support directly, more than that's just being formed from the DHEA hormone tonic. And so in the next two to three months, we'll have an estrogen topical as well for a little bit of uh, bring up the tank on that part. But one of the really cool things is, you know, we started this focus with peri to menopausal, postmenopausal women. But since then, we've come across so many women in their 30s, even late 20s, who are having hormone problems, who've benefited from this tonification of the whole system. Because when you look at the data in age, all these hormones peak between you know your 20s and your early 30s, and by 35, you're already starting to lose uh, hormone levels. And some people have more endocrine disruptors coming into them, some are under more stress. And specifically, when you go through adrenal fatigue and an adrenal crash, all those hormones go down, especially DHEA. And so we found these uses for this system as a support for people trying to recover everything after going too far and having adrenal crashes, or just using smaller amounts, like quarter of the dose in their mid-30s and through their 40s. And as they get older, just bringing up the dose to just keep the tank full all the way through that. Let's not wait until we're already at that depressed stage. We can start filling up earlier with smaller amounts and then condition-specific uses. Okay, so something for a lot of different ages. Uh, When it comes to hormonal health, I mean, what are you hearing from the female consumer? What are they looking for in a product and what are some of the biggest complaints? Yeah, so as you're getting, you know, mid 40s to the late 40s, depending upon when you start going into peri and then full menopause, what are you losing? You're losing those hormones, and what are the symptoms that come from that functionally? You're losing focus. Your mind is more scattered, it's less clear, you've got more fog, you're insecure. That's one of the things the androgens do is give you security in your thoughts and your opinions. You're losing drive. You're losing drive to go out and work out physically. You're losing, very importantly, your sex drive. Your libido is going down. And all of those reinforce one another. And so you're insecure. You're not sure how you're feeling. You might be gaining weight at that point because those androgens are driving metabolism. And then you're insecure about that. Libido is going down. You're not clear in your thinking. All that is falling apart at once, and you can restore all that so quickly. And, you know, a a woman who's gone down that path and then has all that restored again, they're just so happy and so grateful about that. If someone starts taking a supplement like this one, I mean, how long would it take for them to regain some of that? Oh, it's so fast. It's like two weeks, three weeks, you know, some of it comes on really quick. You know, some of these are cascades of things that take, you know, a week or so to build. Like, say you're taking testosterone and you're waiting as a woman for your libido to come back. It takes about, you know, five to seven days, sometimes two weeks to to get that really, all those wheels rolling. So I tell people to expect some effects within the first week, but to really give it, you know, two, three, four weeks to get everything, go know exactly where you are. But, you know, in general, I've seen very, very quick responses. 
And you also mentioned you work with a lot of women. How important is female representation at Quicksilver Scientific, especially when it comes to female-focused areas of health and wellness? You know, females tend to, you know, they know all the symptoms that are going on. Men are more of deniers of symptoms. And so they're really good at giving you feedback along the way. And it was nice. We had a long time with people using this product before we came on the market because I was working on some patents around the male side, the testosterone sublingual all has to be compounded. And I was waiting to finish up some patents there. And so we had over two years of experience with this before, before we went on the market. We're seeing a real focus, I think, on women's health across the board. Yeah. Do you think we are making headway or do we still have a long ways to go? Oh, no, I think we're doing a great job with women's health and starting to break it down into the different fields. Like there's a holistic OBGYN who is who is really enthusiastic about this product line and he has Uh, He had just defected from, you know, mainstream insurance-based stuff, and he's trying to do all the natural things. And we're looking at, say, PCOS versus these deficiency syndromes. You know, deficiency syndromes, you just fill up all the tank with everything, and people feel better. But PCOS is a more difficult thing, because there you've got an androgen excess already. And there you're focusing more, and there there tends to be metabolic problems with it, and uh, liver problems, toxicity issues and that's all exacerbated by all the environmental toxicity. So there we're able to bring to to bear our detoxification systems, our metabolic systems, along with there it's more in the field of progesterone and him having those tools to bring to bear on those kind of complicated female issues, which are very different than deficiencies. And then he also works on infertility issues as well. And, you know, we're recruiting more and more of these holistic OBGYNs to help develop these systems out. And, you know, we're, we're beyond this sort of myopic, you know, one supplement thing that we used to do addressing systems. And looking at, you know, a, a lot of this is because of the development of functional medicine. What are the functions that are down in these more complicated issues and how do we address them? But, you know, we've seen that detoxification and metabolism are some of the biggest things these days. We have so many endocrine disruptors in the environment and the liver has such a quarterback effect for hormones more than we ever knew. And so I'm really pleased with where we're getting with addressing these hormones. And, you know, it's been kind of a pet topic for me for many years because it started even when I was doing detox, women were coming to me and wanting to detox before they got pregnant, which is so smart. And so I started helping them develop systems to clean up and then the right amount of time to, you know, let everything rest and and get back into their groove to get pregnant. So I'm happy with, with where we're moving there. Mm -hmm. There are so many opportunities in women's health, and it sounds like you're seeing some new approaches to women's health research and also development then, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of it was focused in the early days on herbal stuff like, oh, black cohosh works for this and wild yam works for that. And then there was that there's been this huge movement into understanding 
all of the individual ingredients and what pathways they hit and at a gene level or a large metabolic pathway level. So, you know, my approach now is to have, you know, big drivers like maybe a hormone and strong movers of pathways like these pure compounds and then using whole plant extracts to sort of soften and round everything out where they may have multiple targets that they're going after in a more gentle way. So you're not just falling into the trap of pharmaceutical medicine of one compound just clubbing a certain pathway, but you know, not really caring what all the supportive pathways are doing and not really caring what the side effects are. So I, I'm really happy with the sophistication with which we're starting to approach this. Definitely. And before I let you go, what is next for Quicksilver Scientific? Is there any news or updates or research that you want to share? Uh, we have a big epigenetic study that we just finished where, you know, detox has always been huge to us. And then we started moving into detox married to metabolic health in that there's something called AMPK activation, which is what you get when you fast or you carb restrict or go into keto. So we sort of blended those together because we're getting big into longevity. And so we're like, first, we got to get all the trash out. We got to get the metabolism working real hard. So we did a three month study using 40 subjects and looking at epigenetic markers of age, the epigenetic clocks. And we were really happy with, you know, the outcomes of how people felt, but we were able to get those epigenetic clocks to start reversing. So we're starting to integrate these new ideas around longevity, like uh, senescent cells and telomeres, together with the old aspects of detoxification and metabolism and, you know, getting people really ready for longevity. And now we can bring in the hormone stuff on top of that. So you'll see us publish the results of this epigenetic study. Uh, we'll bring out new cardiovascular formula and a kidney formula. And with that focus on cardio and cardiometabolic health, we're going to be looking a lot at uric acid and its effect on metabolism. Uric acid is known for gout, but it's a huge driver of cardiovascular issues and neurological issues. And it's big in the development of, of the neuroinflammation that goes towards Alzheimer's. Uh, you'll see a lot of work from David Perlmutter on that. You'll see a lot of products from us on that. You have so much going on right now. I'm <laughs> you sound I can't super stop. busy. <laughs> I guess not, but um I'm really excited about everything that's coming out, especially the epigenetic study. So you'll have to keep us updated on that. Dr. Christopher Shade, founder and CEO of Quicksilver Scientific. Thank you so much for coming on the NutriCast today. Thank you, Danielle. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutriCast wherever you get your podcast. You can also head to NutriIngredients-USA.com for even more Nutri-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week.